the first thing I want to say is Michael is not dead. Okay, now before you click me off, and I know you're rolling your eyes, and some of you aren't though, because some of you already know the tea. But for those of you who are, just give a sister a minute to plead her case, you know what I'm saying? And then you can go about your business. So it all started 10 years ago um, when he passed away. Very, very traumatic day for me as someone who grew up with Michael Jackson from my childhood. And I could honestly say, even to this, this day, all these award shows I don't watch because it's not nowhere near as great as the ones that I used to experience when I was a child. In my day, um, these celebrities are too accessible these days. They come out too much. Maybe even social media, it makes you see them too much. In my day, if they said that Michael Jackson was coming out, because Michael was not the type of person you catch him in the club, paparazzi maybe would catch him in the street. But if Michael, they said he was coming to an award show, especially if he was going to perform or if he was going to get a lifetime achievement or something like that, you stopped everything that you were doing, okay? Especially in those days, it wasn't TiVo. It wasn't anything like that. And it was a big fucking deal. This is the days when you used to watch a performance on TV and you would get chills up your spine and energy would be running through your house and you feel like you was there. I watch fucking live performances at BET shows and shit and I, I, I'm bored to tears. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't watch anymore. It's, like, it's just not what it used to be. But back to Michael being alive. So shortly after his passing, <clears throat> I couldn't take it. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't handle it and I wanted to binge Michael instead of just watching all this depressing lies on TV, right? And I hated Conrad Murray, the doctor, who I felt killed him. And I started to find out that there was this um, growing group of people who are Michael Jackson fans, but who called themselves believers. Now, in the word believe, the word L-I-E, lie, would be capitalized in the word believe. So lie pretty much stood out. And it pretty much was a group of people that believed that Michael was still alive. So at first, I'm a practical woman, I'm educated. I love Michael, but if he was dead, I was ready to let him go. But at the same time, the only other person that I believe was dead and I thought was laughable, but I took the time to do some research and realized this man is still alive. I don't give a fuck what people say. It's Tupac, okay? There's still people that laugh at people that, that think that Tupac is still alive. Are there people that still think Elvis is alive? Yes. Do I believe that Elvis is alive? No. But could he be? Maybe. But could, do I think so? No. Do I think Nipsey Hussle is alive? No. You know what I'm saying? Like, there, there are some people that I just, I feel like if you say they're dead, even if I love them and I'm sad that they're gone, I take the media's word for them that they're dead. But it's two people that say that they, that they say is dead, that I don't believe is dead, and I'm with these people, is Michael fucking Jackson and Tupac Shakur, okay? <clears throat> and we'll talk about Tupac a little later. Right now, I want to talk about Michael. So, Michael has been coming out in disguise and has been making himself visible on TV and camera on and off for the past 10 years. I'll say that again. Michael Jackson, the one that everybody believes is dead, gone, and passed away, has been putting himself in disguise and showing up on televised TV on and off for 10 years, again, in disguise. All right? And a lot of people are not going to believe that. The only way you would believe that or is to look into it for yourself, okay? So all I can do is tell you the different disguises that he's popped up in, okay, the different time frames that I've noticed it, and then if you want to, you know, if you want more information on for yourself so you can become a believer, or if you just think it's stupid and you, you just wanna see it just to prove that I'm stupid, that's on you, okay? Because it don't matter what anybody fucking told me, I had to see for myself and make the conclusion on my own. And I concluded that he's a lot.
So where's the first place that Michael Jackson popped up at after his death? Believe it or not, Michael Jackson popped up at his own damn funeral. Michael Jackson was there at his funeral. He attended his funeral in disguise as a woman. Michael Jackson was at his funeral disguised as a woman in a blonde wig. <clears throat> and I believe she, he was wearing a, a black skirt suit, okay, with shades. He sat two rows behind his family, or maybe one row, like off a little to the back and off to the right, but he did not sit amongst the family. As a matter of fact, where Michael was sitting at, especially with the disguise that he was in, you would have thought that he was just another guest sitting with other guests at the funeral. People who pointed this out have several video images and documentations. If you take the time to look at it, child, that was Michael. When I saw that, I almost fell the fuck out. Cause I, no, not cause I wanted Michael to be alive because it was right there in front of my face. This is Michael. Then you have to remember that Michael is a man of disguise. This is something that he just loved to do. Even when he was, he's still alive, but even when he was alive, alive in the mind of people walking around, you could still catch him in the Tide Lords. Michael will come out in a wheelchair. Michael will come out in a mask just to get paparazzi to think that he's sick. And Michael also said that there was thousands of times for fun that he got into costume and walked amongst everyday people, went shopping without bodyguards. Maybe they were like thousands of feet behind him. But if it wasn't for, you know, some kind of speculation, you would just think he was a normal person. And he got off on that. He liked that. He liked to be able to go out amongst people and be a regular person. Michael wouldn't even put on the most elaborate costume, so he wouldn't dress up as a sexy guy. He would make it something like an old man if he wanted to and just walk around like an old man. So this is something that he's already been accustomed to doing. <clears throat> Shortly after his funeral, Michael showed up on the Larry King interview, or it was Larry David. No, it was Larry King. And he showed up as Dave Dave. He came disguised as Dave Dave. Now, if you remember Dave Dave, you know that Dave Dave is the burn victim who was burned by his father in the 80s, okay? Suffered 90% of his body, was covered in third degree burns, and Michael was one of those people who befriended him, heard his story, and paid for a majority of his surgeries. Um, through that, they became close, they became friends, and after Michael passed away, it must have been <clears throat> understood or told to Dave Dave that he was gonna appear as him on Larry King. And that was when a lot of people, even if they didn't hear that they believed that Michael um, was still alive, because some people were still just so caught up in the shock of it and just following them. I mean, this was like every day, this was on the news every single day for months, okay? So a lot of people wasn't, they still were trying to figure out how he died. Did, did Dr. Conrad do it? But when people saw this Larry King interview, and they looked at Dave Dave, and a lot of people was familiar with Dave Dave. Dave Dave has been doing interviews since the 80s. Dave Dave did several interviews before that time from the first time he was a baby on, okay? And everybody said, that's not Dave Dave, okay? There was people that said, that does not sound like Dave Dave. I've listened to several Dave Dave interviews. I'm familiar with Dave Dave. As a matter of fact, people were watching Dave Dave for two reasons that night, because they were familiar with Dave Dave and Michael Jackson passed, and so there was like the both their worlds crossed, and they were supporting both, both Dave Dave and Mike, because Dave Dave was grieving. <clears throat> Come to find out, nigga, that was Mike, okay? So the comments, even under, if you go to, you should go to the Larry King interview with Dave Dave in 2009 and listen to, listen to Dave Dave talk. Look at Dave Dave's eyes. 
okay? And then go to previous in, um, interviews in the past, because there's too many to go back to. That's not Dave Dave's eyes. And yes, people have surgery because of his skin, but his eyes never changed, okay? Even to this day, his eyes don't change. Dave Dave is still doing interviews to this day, but he's appearing as himself. So the only time I've actually seen Michael as Dave Dave was shortly after he passed. It's as if he was trying to sublimely let people know. Now, some of the comments under the Dave Dave video, and I'm going to go on to the other disguises, especially the one that he recently did last year. And again, if you're interested, I mean, just out of curiosity's sake, it's just, I think it's pretty fun shit, but it's the truth. <clears throat> people said this, that is not Dave Dave. They said, this is Michael Jackson, exclamation point. They said, I've seen Dave Dave do interviews, and this is not him, in caps. This is 100% Michael Jackson. They said, I, didn't, I heard people saying that he might have faked his death. They was like, but now I'm starting to believe it. Somebody said, you can see Michael Jackson, you can, you can see MJ's black eyeliner on Dave's face. They, somebody said, why is Dave's voice like Michael's? Why is his eyes like Michael's? Is Michael disguised as Dave? Now, it's interesting that this person said this. And when they said it, it was um, like maybe many years ago, maybe five, six years ago, by the time they saw this video. But again, they probably heard the, they probably heard the rumors. And some people, like I said, you have to go back to the videos and decide for yourself. It doesn't matter what anybody tell you. You still got to decide for yourself or you just don't give a fuck. Okay, but if you love Michael at all and you're really saddened by his death, you should take a look into it. And, you know, when you're bored sometimes, just figure out for yourself. Is Michael disguised as Dave Dave? Like I said, everybody, if you know Michael and you're a true fan, you know what he liked to do. You know what his heart was and you knew his place and you knew, you knew that disguises was one of the things that just gave him life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and he's still doing it to this day. Somebody said, oh, my God, that is not Dave Dave. Somebody said, come on. Somebody said, come on, Michael. Nice disguise, Michael. And then they said, oh, well, at least the whole world knows that you faked your death. That person got a lot of likes for that one. And the person said, why? The person said, why is Dave's voice like Michael's got like mad likes, too? Because if even if you don't believe that Michael is alive, you got it. What the fuck happened? Now, go to a previous episode of uh, interview of Dave. If it's not the same. Somebody said, say what you want, but deep down inside, I know that um, it's MJ. Somebody said, I love it. He's giving his true fans who are seeking the truth, the ability to see that he is okay. Very wise man, which is another point that I want to make. He's a brilliant man. Forget wise. The man is in intelligent beyond his capabilities and shit that he think of. He's a thousand years late, which is why I know for a fact that he knew what was coming. Is the same way. If, if y'all don't think T Tupac knew what was coming, you'd be stupid. Why would Tupac sit there and make all the motherfucking songs, literally videos foreshadowing his own goddamn death? And then you think my nigga gonna just sit there and wait for the shit to happen and not try to come up with some... This is not... That's not what normal people do. I feel like when you're in a situation like that, it's fight or flight. It's either somebody gonna get the drop on you and they hit you for... And then this is, this is when people get all stupid. Oh, why would anybody in the industry want to kill? Well, Michael was a target for a lot of reasons. First of all, he was talking too much. He was saying that the history books had been tampered with and that everything in the history books is a lie, which is true. He was also um, saying... He also bought Sony out, okay? And then he had the Beatles shit. It was a lot of shit that Michael was gonna do and he was a black man and he wasn't gonna have it, okay? What did they do? they was going to try to kill him. Now, if they killed him and did all that, then the money would have went to him and all that. But as we can see, the estate worked out perfectly. 
the moms is in control, the kids have their stuff, Michael um, stock went up, any debt that he was in before he died got paid off. It's like I tell people all the time, if you think that people faking their death is something new, you are extremely naive. People have been faking their death since the beginning of time. It is one of the number one insurance schemes next to um, killing somebody and making it look like an accident so you could collect double indemnity on the clause. This stuff has been going on since the beginning of time, okay? Because some people, it's easier to fake your death and have your family still survive, okay? Or fake your death so that you don't have to sit there and be and start a new life. So you don't have to sit there and deal with old shit. Then it is for you to continue on the life that you have, okay? Here's the problem with it, though. Can Michael ever come back and as Michael? No, that's the problem. And I know that the life that he's living now, honestly, is a lonely one, but a peaceful one. But I don't know that it's a happy one because you constantly got to be in disguise, Okay. Plenty of people do this. Even if you're on the run, you done, you done seen people, I almost got away with it. You got to keep going. You got to keep going. That's not an easy life to live. And Michael got money. He got resources. And it's still not an easy life to live. But every now and again, I guess he comes out and um, <clears throat> he uh, shows himself. So most recently, where was Michael? Um, Atlanta. Atlanta, the show. I believe it was last year. Michael showed up at, at the Emmys as a character named Terry Perkins. Now, I don't know if you watched the show Atlanta at all, um, but I don't. But I know that this episode I did pay attention to. Now, when I watched the episode, the character of Terry is very weird looking. Uh, he has that very extremely pale skin like Michael. Honestly, he doesn't look like Michael. He just looks very creepy in appearance. It's very obvious that whoever is this Terry Perkins is, this face is not normal. It's not real. You can tell it's a fake face. It's a mask. And that someone is underneath the mask, right? So the whole show is... Uh, about one of the characters going to this mansion to go see this guy who says he has a brother named Benny that nobody ever sees, and Benny plays the piano. Um, the, the, Terry Perkins is rich in the show, and as a character, he's rich, and he attributes all his wealth to his father. Now, there was a scene in the episode where there was a lot of symbolism, like they brought up Joe Jackson, um, they brought up they made a scene where they had um, Benny, the character, who was really Terry dressed up in sheets and a hat and his face was completely disguised and he had on like a black jacket and he was sitting in a wheelchair and if you ever google images of michael jackson in a wheelchair it gave you those kind of vibes like mike in a mike in a wheelchair and so when the scene came when he was talking about his father the boy was like why would you because you know he said i have a museum and my father's one of the main um, pieces of art i want to show he beat me and my siblings pretty much into success and he said, so you hate your father? And he was like, no, no, no. I don't hate my father. This weird, creepy Terry Perkins character was like, I don't hate my father at all. As a matter of fact, he, he, what he did for us was a sacrifice. He wanted the best for us, and he wanted us to be the best that we could be. And then he said, but why wouldn't she be mad at somebody like that? He was like, because it's impossible for a father, for a child to know at that time what his father is trying to protect him from. Da -da 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 -da. Now, to me, when this show aired, 
this was around the time that Joe Jackson, because he passed away, I believe, last year or the year before. This was around the time that Joe was sick and was getting ready to die, because he died rather quickly. We found out he was sick, and like literally within two weeks, like he was dead or so. But around the time that it aired was around the time that Joe Jackson was getting ready to pass away. So I felt like this was Mike coming back in disguise to kind of do an episode where he turned everything he said before in past interviews around about his father, which was like, you know, he beat us. And sometimes he made it seem as if it wasn't, he didn't understand, or it was like a painful part of his life. And that, it, you know, it really traumatized him. But it seemed as if he was saying, Dad, if you could see me now, if you can hear me, you know, I hope you see this episode. And I want you to know that I forgive you for all the things that you did to me. Even though the episode was supposed to be trying to raise awareness on, like, abuse on children, it still was a subliminal message. And there was, like, a few other things that they that they, uh, that they did in there that was very Michael-esque, if you know Michael themes. So if you're on the outside looking in and you're not necessarily familiar with the movement, it just seems like maybe Childish Gambino, the producers of um, Atlanta or something, just wanted to use Joe, Jack Joe Jackson and Michael as, as a theme symbolically in the movie or in the show, which isn't the case. So let me get to my point. My point is that um, everybody was very, very intrigued by this episode of Atlanta. It really stood out. Some people said that it was actually the most, the best episode on TV all year. Okay, I'm serious. That's what they said. And everybody wanted to know who was Terry Perkins. But if you went to the credits for Terry, for the show, and you went to go see who was Terry, you found out that Terry Perkins was played by Terry Perkins. But how could that be when Terry Perkins is not a real person? Now, this is odd. This is odd. In my whole life, and when I was younger, I used to actually read credits more than I do today. Actually, if you watch a show on TV and it gets to the end of a, of a movie, before the credits roll, they're already showing what's coming up next and then this shit rolls out. When I was younger and I didn't know celebrities, I would want to know who played this. And that's when I found that they would do girl number one, um, the actress, guest number one, extra number two. But no matter if it was the extra number two or not, you still gave the name of the person who played that role. Even if there was a fucking nobody, you still have to put that in the credits. So to put that Terry Perkins was played by Terry Perkins, even, even if Terry Perkins is a real, if that's a real person, if, I'm, if my name is Chapo and I, was, and I came on the show to play a character as Terry Perkins, I could kind of technically sue you or something unless I signed something that said, don't use my name. It's very odd that I would finally go to get to the credits and I don't see my name. I'm going to complain. Why are you saying that? Who the person who played the character is the character. That's bullshit. So that was already odd. And again, people wanted to know who was Terry Perkins. So they started to ask around. And they said that Terry Perkins was played by Donald Glover. But at the same time, people on the set, when they asked them, who is Terry Perkins? Because now they're saying Terry Perkins was played by Donald Glover. The actors on the set said, hell no. Donald Glover was not Terry Perkins. They said, we know that for a fact because this person who came in to play Terry Perkins stayed in character the entire time. Meaning when they came on set, they didn't go into a dressing room and get into character. They never seen this person come in at all and get into character. And they never seen the person come out of character at all. They said it was actually amazing the way that this person, this actor, this unknown actor, just came in and was able to stay in character the whole entire time, even when they was on break. But they also know that this is not a real person. 
So if Donald Glover didn't play Terry Perkins and Terry Perkins is Terry Perkins, this shit don't make you understand what I'm trying to say. And, and, and on top of that, um, nobody seen this person. So nobody can even vouch for a fact that they ever seen a person out of character. Who is this mystery person? There was other people who walked around the set who had been on the show for a long time that said, um, he said one actor on the show, I can't remember his name, but he said that after a scene, he'll never forget that the director or somebody was like, okay, yeah, that was pretty good. He's like, but um, I'm gonna go run this by Teddy. Every time they turn around, they wanna run it by Teddy. They wanna send it to Teddy. They said after a while on the cast, they started murmuring around amongst themselves, who the fuck is this Teddy? You know what I'm saying? Who the fuck is this Teddy? <laughs> that every time they turn around, they need to, to seek his approval. So at the end of the day, nobody knows who Teddy is. Now here's the kicker. Teddy shows the fuck up at the Emmys. How can Teddy show up at the Emmys as Teddy if Teddy's not? What the fuck is that? This person is not a real person. That's what I'm trying to say. This person coming in disguise. And some people saw Donald Glover standing next to Teddy in the picture, and they said, that's a ghost. They said, that's Michael Jackson in disguise. Really, it was Mike in disguise. <laughs> that's what people don't seem to understand. There's not no weird Michael lookalike wannabe. And the person, the person who came out and looked like Terry Perkins at the Emmys, mask was still slightly different than the Terry Perkins in the episode. At the end of the day, who the fuck was that? It was, it was Mike. It was Mike, okay? Now, if you go and you see clips of this episode on YouTube, you'll see what people have to say for the most part. But it's pretty creepy and it's pretty uncanny that it is Michael. Why did he do it? I don't know. Now, when he showed up at the Emmys, it was a surprise to everybody because everybody knows that that's not a real character. Even Donald Glover was surprised when uh, he walked up. They said the reason why Mike would have been there is because whether people want to believe it or not, they feel like he has something to do with the writing and definitely with the producing of it, which is another reason why actors probably said that they kept running back to him to see what he thought about it. And there was a message in there about, you know, you know, child abuse and some kind of, you know, weird old stuff and a, a person who lives a sheltered life in the dark. There was a lot of symbolism, a person who lives a sheltered life in the dark who can't come out in the light. Um, I think he said the brother Benny had a skin, a skin uh, illness, which you can, and yeah, you could just say the directors and the writers were just writing to, seem, uh, to write something Michael Jackson-esque, but that's not the case. So when Donald Glover saw him, he almost passed the fuck out. There was a couple people that actually seen him and almost passed the fuck out. How the fuck can you pass the fuck out? Because they knew who the fuck they was looking at. I don't know how deep this rabbit hole goes and how much people know, but I think people got the gist that they was in the presence of some, somebody said, I'm glad you're still alive. And then he looked into the camera and the person who was under this mask for Terry Perkins, as they're talking, the lips don't move. This is not a person with, black, with bad plastic surgery. So who the fuck is that? The last recent place I seen, well, that was, that was the most recent, I think, um, but then I know Omar, Omar Bahati, which was his former dancer, has been hanging around with this guy named Jack Crooner lately. And Jack Crooner, a lot of people, uh, even the, some believers are saying they're not sure because now this person's personality is a little bit weird. Jack Crooner is seen sometimes with a lady. Now, this lady could be a hired actress as well. But when you see Jack Crooner with um, Bahati, uh, they have caught them slipping because they do live videos every now and again. And in one live video, there was a guy in the background and who was with them, and I guess he didn't understand that they were doing a live video. He must have thought that they were just recording a regular video 
and that they were gonna edit stuff at the end, but it was live, and they were talking, and then the guy was like, he said something, and he said, um, here, give this to Mike. But the guy's name, there's only, there's only Omar there, and there's only this guy named Jack. Who the fuck is Mike? So when they said, give this to Michael, they kind of like, they looked up, but then they looked back at the camera and smiled, like they trying to act like they didn't hear this shit, but then um, the, the um, Jack Crooner, you can hear him talking about some, okay, be careful, watch now, meaning, and then they all just kind of laugh it off, and then they kind of move on. But who's Michael? You know, that's kind of like that's kind of like when when Barack called Michelle Michael. But we're not going to talk about when Barack called Michelle Michael because some of you still believe that your first lady is a lady. But we're not going to talk about that right now. <laughs> we're not going to talk about that right now. Moving on. Jack Crooner. Uh, yeah. So the Jack Crooner look is very interesting to believers because if you're a Michael Jackson fan, you remember that he did a short movie called Ghost. And in a short movie called Ghost, he was disguised as a white man with very similar features, hair color and everything as Jack Crooner. Only the guy in the costume that he wore at the time was a little bit heavier. And his character was called the mayor in the short film and that was Mike the entire time so it looks as if they took the old mask of the mayor trying to be funny because this is what Mike does and they softened it so that it looks modern and they slimmed them down because in, in the in ghost he was fat so it looks like they made the suit a little bit smaller and so that's it so then there's people out there that'll say well you know um, some people who look at it and they'll say things like well in this picture this guy's hands is like this and Michael Jackson's hands is like this and I don't think people really understand just how advanced um, latex costumes has gotten because even some of the people who put the videos together they actually will educate you in how advanced latex costumes have gotten to the point that even you and I can order them if you have the right amount of money and so I saw a man from my very eyes uh, turn from a white man into a black man so the latex gloves will be hands that look like dead ass hands with knuckles on his forearm, on the forearm of his um, latex arm, the latex black arm was a, was a sleeve, like a tattoo sleeve. So these latex arms and these latex skins could come with, with, with tattoo looking shits on it because he already had like um, a tattoo, a tribal tattoo on it. And then he put on the mask and all of a sudden he transformed from white man with a full head of hair into a bald black man. Okay, and his forearms, and that's that's all it took. Now he said he could do more to it, as far as like you know, um, put something else underneath, and of course you can attach the neck and stuff and and button it up. But from that moment on, when he was talking in the rest of the video, if you had just started the video from that point on, you would have thought this was a black man. You understand what I'm trying to say? Doing this YouTube video, when all honesty, he's just trying to show you this is how easy it is to do latex. This is how easy it is that I could put on something and walk amongst somebody, and I'm regular everyday human being. So can you imagine Michael Jackson with the resources that he had, especially being in disguise? You know, he's very familiar with stuff. He knows what to do. So when I think about today, I guess I want to say, Mike, congratulations on 10 years of, like, the best death hoax that I've ever seen in my life. I'm so happy that you're still alive because um, you deserve to be. You know what I mean? People were trying to kill you. I don't hate you for what you've done. Because you had to do what you had to do. I know that you can't ever return. You can't. Nobody could toop. I can't. You will get in trouble for that. You will get in trouble for uh, faking your death. Lord knows it's going to be a lot of um, trials and fines and stuff. Like you, you, You'll lose everything you have. You can't come back. But I do want to commend the man for finally breaking free from such an abusive, um, manipulative industry that really never respected you and treated you like the human being that you are and also from the media.
Shout out to all the people that's helping you behind the scenes. I don't know how, some, somebody knows some shit. I don't know how he finds the people that he can trust, but clearly there's people that he can trust. There's obviously there's people that he can trust. So yeah, that's all I wanted to say. And happy, uh, happy 10 year death hoax to you, Mike. <laughs> looking for another 10 more years of you popping up, man. And thanks for looking out for the fans. See you all next time here on Chopper's Counter.